If you're anything like me, you've always had a sense that there was more to life, that there was more than what you saw, what you had experienced and what you had been exposed to. I never knew exactly where this yearning, this desire came from for more. And I didn't know exactly what that more was. I just knew that there was more for me. Well, God created each and every one of us with a specific purpose in mind. And that purpose, that's your more. See, there's more for me and there's more for you. So as we journey and draw closer to God, we'll get to know him. And as we get to know God better, we'll get to know ourselves better and understand ourselves better. And that's when it all begins to work together and it will be revealed to us. We will discover what the more is that God has for us. So let's continue to journey together. And as I discover the more that God has for me, I'm confident that you too will discover that God has more for you. Let the journey continue. Welcome to More For Me with yours truly, Kat Nicole. What up, homie? What's going on? What's good with you this week? If you don't know, now you know. You hit the studio with me and my homies, my homies and I. What about that grammar? But 101, not Dalmatians, episodes. Have you seen Cruella? When that movie came out, I was doing a lot of traveling. And I watched that movie like twice on the way to and on the way from my destination. I love that movie. Speaking of Dalmatians. If this is your first time stopping by, don't know how you got here, but thank you. And if this is not your first time, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. So every week, um, I take the uh, privilege of watching and listening to myself uh, when the episode airs. And of course, a little bit as I uh, finalize the details for the podcast and, and get it all scheduled and posted and stuff like that. Um, uh, the, the YouTube show as well. But um, <laughs> last week, as I was rewatching the episode, I was like, man. My eyes were all over the place. So for those on YouTube, I'm looking dead in your eyes this week. Like I was going to say no blinking, but then I just blinked. Um, <laughs> just randomness. I pray that all is well with you guys. And for those things that are not well, I pray that you would rest in God's hands, rest in his peace, grab a hold of his love and his promises and know that you will be okay and that God is with you this entire time. Amen. Matter of fact, if there's anything specifically that I can be praying for you about as you traverse this season, hit your girl up. Let me know. Um, I love to cover you in prayer, not just in general, but if you have something specifically, holla at your girl. It'd be an honor. Well, 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 um, this week I had, you know, some 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 ideas of what I would uh, converse with you guys about this week as as I traverse uh, and journey towards the destination of more that God has for me, bringing you guys along. And I landed on options. Ironic, as I <laughs> went through the options that I had in terms of what will be this week's topic we are literally going to talk about options. So um, if you've been rolling with me for any length of time, um, I talked about the uh, decision tree that I was rolling through about getting a new vehicle, potentially, maybe, maybe not. I haven't talked about it in a while on the show, 
per se. Um, but in, in real life, I continue to talk about this. And there are some, maybe will I say, unfortunate people <laughs> who have the privilege of literally journeying along with me through every step of the way, every random moment that I'm like, hmm, thinking about this car, thinking about that car. Hey, what about a car? And uh, there are some who follow up like, hey, did you make a decision about your car? You're like, nah, didn't do anything. Probably actually not going to get anything. <laughs> and so this past week, um, I had another one of those moments. And I started thinking about, you know what? I think it's time. I think I'm ready. Let's do this. Um, if you live in Texas, you know that definitely uh, the Fort Worth area, excuse me, um, we have been getting a lot of rain. And um, when you're riding in a sedan low to the ground, and there's a lot of flooding, excuse me, on your route makes you question your decision not to be uh, lifted higher into the air. Uh, your lack of all-wheel drive, these things, they start to they start to come into play. You traverse a long time with your children in the vehicle and you think about the limited space between their feet and the back of your seat and it begins to <laughs> make you question whether or not it is time to make a change. So all of these things uh, were simmering in the crock pot of life, but I came to a place where I'm like, hey, I think I'm ready, but not just ready. Like I have this super long list that I have been working through to say, hey, vehicles that can accommodate three roads and what are the best options and uh, where should I go? But I say, you know what? There, I have my eye on a few particular vehicles. Now let me dig in and see if I can get some more information, do some more test driving and see, hey, are these actually viable options to even continue to have on my list to consider? And uh, so I went over to a Kia dealership, never been to one before, went over there, test drove a, a Telluride, and uh, the guy tried to get me into a Sorento, which was not on my list, but somehow um, I walked away thinking, do I want a Sorento? And presenting that option to my husband. <laughs> um but I test drove the vehicle. One of it was actually one of my, let's see, top. It wasn't like the top five in terms of contenders, just based upon what I heard about it, uh, the research that had been done, so on and so forth. But I drove and I was like, eh, it's all right. Um, funny thing, uh, the the seat uh, when I get in the vehicle, sedan, truck, it doesn't matter. I raise my seat, and so it. Uh, <laughs> It appears as though I might be tall, but I'm not. I just have the sit seat raised to literally the highest level. And so I did so in this tundra, but there's like a little a little slope like backwards. And so it's like my bottom is sitting in the valley. And I was playing around with it like, oh, it's going to come up. And no, it doesn't. And then it took me right back to my granny. But like all my life, my grandma drove and she sat on pillows. And it was kind of weird to be in a car. And to have these uh, throw pillows <laughs> permanently in this vehicle. And I thought to myself, I said, well, I guess I could buy throw pillows. And then I started getting fancy. It was like, well, if you need throw pillows, I mean, maybe I could customize them and make them cute. Like Kat Nicole, like Team Thompson, put a little style with them. But then it seemed ridiculous that you would buy a vehicle and then need to, <laughs> need to purchase a throw pillow to sit on it. So I was like, hmm. Wheels are turning. I uh, send my amazing spouse and helpmate this <laughs> barrage of thoughts after I go to also to a Toyota dealer to understand uh, what's up with their Sequoia that's been coming soon forever. Um, I'm not really into those type of cliff cliffhangers. Like it's been months and there's literally no sight of this vehicle and the people within Toyota 
the salespeople, they don't have any more information than I do. They're watching the same videos online and so on. So I give French all this information in my thoughts and I got just randomness boiling over. And then I decide, hey, I'm going to ask my homies to uh, hang out with me on my Sabbath and let's go test drive some more vehicles. Such a long story. Like, cat, where is this going? I know. I wish I could insert more jokes, but just hang in there, man. It's, it's coming. You, literally, you're on the journey with me. Um, so we go and we test drive vehicles. But in test driving vehicles, we start at one of my favorite. Now, the only time really that we've spoken about vehicles, I told you guys that my favorite vehicle of all time, um, it was a BMW and I just loved it. But ever since then, I've been trying to mosey away from it for whatever reason. I'm going to keep trying other vehicles and there have to be different ways to do this thing. I mean, you have all these other people, moms and <laughs> the proverbial soccer moms driving these variety of vehicles without actually getting a van because I'm not going to drive a van. And uh, there has to be a different way for me to do it. And my other vehicle just just can't accommodate our growing family, which technically isn't growing. There are four of us, um, but you have all these ideas and, and I have all these ideas in my head that I'm that I'm working through. I'm trying to figure out what vehicle will I procure because I really am ready for a new vehicle. Why I really wanted to share this is not to tell you what kind of vehicle I think I want to drive next or anything like that, but it really is this idea of options. And when I slow down, right? We talked about last week on the hundredth episode some of the some of the fave and the top things that we have learned in terms of journeying towards a destination of more that God has for us. And slowing down is one of them. This car decision process has been the longest, literally the longest, most slow and even for me, painful process of making a decision that I have ever made. I generally make a decision, I commit to it, I move on because I don't like options. But in this season of my life, I've realized that God has positioned me for preference and I am privileged to actually have options. And I have to quit rushing through life and make sure that I can make a decision that I can live with, right? I look at stewardship as managing all the resources that God has given you in a way that honors him. And sometimes when I move too fast and it's just in my flesh and in a moment, um, hastily and impulsively, I don't necessarily make decisions that honor God intentionally. Accidentally, it's happened to me where I've done so in the past, but I want to be intentional about what I'm doing and making sure that we are being good stewards of all that God has given us. You got to use money to purchase vehicles, whether it's new, pre-owned, whatever. You, it still costs money. So I want to be a good steward of what God has given us. Now, as I've been slowly moving through this process, I've been able to realize one of the most important things I've realized is that my decision-making process has been clouded by all sorts of noise. Call it garbage, call it trash, call them distractions. I'm thinking about other people, and what they drive. I'm thinking about what people would want to see me drive. I'm thinking about what would be best for my kids who haven't said anything about it. I mean, we're not in a smart car trying to fit a family of four. No, there's nothing wrong with the size vehicle that I have. It's a personal preference that I have, but then I try to minimize and downplay my preferences to cater to other people's preferences, which nobody asked me to do. So I have just all sorts of distractions. I'm looking at factors, which I mean, consider them. What's the miles per gallon? What's the cost to procure this vehicle, to maintain this vehicle? Am I going to enjoy this vehicle? I have been known to get rid of cars after a very short amount of time because I hated them. 
you have things that are valid, but then I had so many other distractions and noise around me. And I really, in this season, have allowed for myself to move slow enough to realize, hey, where is my heart? What do I truly desire? What does God authorize or is clearly saying like, nah, you're doing too much. That Bugatti, you can take it off your list. Bugatti wasn't on my list, but you know, that's extreme. What really do I want? Not what people think, not what, what I read about and heard was a good idea. Like for me, given all the evidence, all the factors at hand, what's going to be the best decision for me in this season? And I share that because how many things are you processing? How many decisions are you making? How many decisions are to come that you will need to make? And you have so many distractions and noise, but we move forward and make a decision without silencing or eliminating those distractions and that noise. Now I have to tell you, I was able to in part make a decision without the distraction and the noise because of my healthy community. That's what we come here for every week, y'all. This is a safe space, a healthy community. You got to find your homieship. You got to find some homies, people that are supportive of you, not of your ridiculousness, but supportive of you and the call that God has on your life that they want to see that you um, are walking in his will and journeying towards the destination of more, that you're going after what God has for you. And so I tapped into my community and was able to tell them, like share my heart and some of the hesitations that I had and some of the reasons why I didn't want to make the decision that I think was at the bottom of my heart or really, excuse me, deep in my heart. Like this is what I actually desire. Why was I, as my grandma used to say, why was I pussyfooting around making the actual decision and sharing with people and, and going on all these other tangents like, Kia Telluride and things like that. Like, I don't want to really drive that car. Um, it's not a car, it's a truck or baby SUV, whatever you want to call it. But it was tapping into my community and being able to have healthy dialogue and let them know, hey, this really is my heart. And in some cases, I had uh, affirmation, confirmation and redirection. But those are the type of things that you can get from a healthy community. And so um, I'm not going to continue to walk you through the, the actual um, car buying process for me, but I do want you to realize that almost everything in life, you are presented with options. Now, we could have made decisions prior to that moment that gives us less than ideal options, but you still have options. And so in this life, we need to make sure that we slow down enough to assess where we are and where we want to be. And then identify how, how can we navigate our journey to ensure that we get from where we are to where we desire to be. Praying that the desire of our heart is aligned with the will of God. And you will land, you will end at the destination of more that he has for you, not some random location. That's it for this week, guys. Life gives us plenty of options and opportunities to make decisions. We want to make sure that we steward those opportunities and make the most of it utilize our resources, manage them in a way that honors God. From the biggest things to the smallest things. You're like, why is she focusing on this car, man? Everything in life is handing out lessons. You just have to be studious enough to sit there and get those lessons. I hope to see you guys here next week. Same mode, same time, same place. But while we are apart, make sure 
that you are putting into practice the things that we are discussing. It may not be a car for you, but there's something, there's an opportunity for you to make a decision and that you can steward it well. I pray that you will join me here again next week. And I also remember how to end the show. <laughs> remember, God has more for me and God has more for you. Now let's get it. Take care. With everything that we face in life, both good and bad, we are presented with an opportunity to become a better version of ourselves. It's up to us, though, to make the time to seize those opportunities. I hope that this episode helped increase your level of self-awareness, encouraged you, and even challenged you. Now, I would like to connect further with you. There are a few ways in the show description that you can do just that. Make sure that you subscribe, like, comment, and share this episode. You can also rate and review the show. Thank you so much and continue to journey with me.